tonight, uh, we do welcome you here, and we do want this to be a time of worship and reflection, a uh, contemplative way of just kind of being with each other. And so I wanted to read something um, from you. This is an Advent reflection from a few days ago from a book called Celebrating Abundance by Walter Bergerman, and it's better than anything I could come up with. Um, so I just invite you just to be present and to hear these words. And it says that there was something unroyal about him. No pretense, no ambition, no limousine, no army, no coercion, no royal marking. Wise and intelligent people are turned toward the regal. Kings and prophets want to penetrate the mystery. But that Jesus who showed up amid royal hopes and royal songs was another ilk, powerful in weakness, rich in poverty, wise in foolishness, confounding the wisdom of the Greeks and bewildering the religious. He is beyond all usual categories of power because he embodies the gentle and the gracious, the resilient, demanding. He does not trifle in temples and cities and dynasties, but in the power and the truth of the Creator God. But John, and your disciples you have seen, your disciples you have seen, you have known, you have been in his presence and you have been healed and fed by him. You have tasted his bread and drunk his wine. You know. You know about life rooted in the spirit of God and not in the spirit of the age of violence. You know about the poor and have had your head turned by wealth and power. You know about the impulse of creation toward health, a creaturely health signal signed in bread and wine. You, you know. And because you know, you keep on singing. And you can keep singing. And you can keep hoping. And because you sing and hope, you can act in freedom, unburdened, uncoerced, unafraid, and without cynicism. The song goes on. It is a subversive, revolutionary song. And we, given access to this odd king, get to sign on to sing and to live it unafraid. So tonight, let us worship in this hope, unafraid. Welcome to worship. Let's stand and sing this first thing together. This is Oh Come On, Beautiful, number 103. We're going to sing verses 1, 3, and 4.
decree that the census should be taken in the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth from Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests.
Luke's Gospel of the second chapter, verses 15 through 20. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who had heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. Let us come now. Father God, we come to you tonight, first of all, thanking you for the things you have done for us in the past, the things you are doing now, and we thank you, Father God, for the things that we hope for. We thank you most of all for that gift that was given that night in a lonely manger. That gift that was given that we may no longer have to walk in darkness, but walk in the light. So, Father God, we thank you for that, but we bring you to this point. Father God, we ask that you temper our hearts and our minds. Allow us to share those things that would keep us from worshiping you right now and acknowledging that great gift which was given unto us. And as we acknowledge this, Father God, we come to know just how wonderful your love has been and continues to be for us. And then when all is said and done, Father God, help us to leave this place, knowing that the love that was given unto us is not just for us, but for as it has been shared with us, we are to share with others. We pray this with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name.
Mary and Joseph, who went door from door, found a place to stay on a small stable floor. Thank goodness, said Mary, who tiptoed inside. The mice saw the donkey and scurried to hide. The rest of the creatures all cuddled up tight and hoped that they might have a calm, peaceful night. The pigeons were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of breadcrumbs all danced through their heads. The crowd, the, the, the cows closed their eyes, and the oxen laid down. The doves cooed so gently, the lambs made The moon through the trees just started to glow with the glimmer of lights on the stable below. Quite, when quite a surprise came a newborn babe's cry and woke all the animals sleeping nearby. Up jumped the cows and even the oxen and sheep. Up popped the pigeons, aroused from their sleep. They all came to gaze on a small baby boy and his mama and papa hugged him with joy. Now donkeys, now cows, now pigeons and sheep, now oxen and mice, the angels, the, the major did peep. His eyes bowed and twinkled, dimpled so sweet, as they nibbled, nizzled, muzzled, I can't talk. They nuzzled his fingers and his cute little feet. You see baby needs his feet? Yeah, okay. Yes, I know the candles are lighting. It's okay. Ready? Now out in the fields, taking care of their sheep, some shepherds were just getting ready for sleep when all of a sudden they had such a fright and the whole angel of choirs lit up the night. But the songs of the angels and the words they said, soon the men nearby had nothing to dread. Dear shepherds, wonderful news we bring. A Savior is born. He is Christ, the King. They ran to the stables and peeked through the door and saw something they never imagined before. And the manger lay a baby boy, no blankets, no pillows, his bed made of hay. The stable was filled with a wonderful light, and the stars above Bethlehem twinkled so bright. In the light of the heaven, God whispered, my son, I'll bring you hope to the world and love to every <coughs> And then back in their slumbers, the animals cured, amazed by the baby who had entered this world. As Mary and Joseph got ready for bed, they snuggled their baby and kissed his sweet head. And Mary laid Jesus asleep on the hay, and they sought out what happened. They thought about all that happened that day. The mice heard her whisper as she kissed him real tight. Merry Christmas, my son, and to all a good night. Now, in a little bit tonight, we are going to light some candles. We are going to light the Christ candle. We've lit our candle of hope, love, joy, and peace. And a little bit, we're going to light the Christ candle. And I want you guys to look around. You see all those lights. Now, it's kind of dark in here, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what's going to happen, do you think, when everybody gets a candle, and all of a sudden, one candle lights one, one candle lights another? So you think it's going to be so dark in here? Yeah. No. I want you guys to look inside my basket. world starts to flow with 
guys don't have one yet, so we're going to light up the night with God's love on So who needs a candle? Okay, if you need a candle, here we go. Ready? So, God's love is for just everybody or a few people. What do you think?
Plus the kind of feeling going through me right now. I'm a little nervous. But you know, this, I thank God for me being here right now because I just got out of the hospital. Almost didn't make it. But I'm standing here today.
God, but two amazing men who know how to follow and be leaders of Christ. Amen? Yeah, this has been kind of a tough year for me. So I'm so glad and excited to be here. Um, generally on Christmas Eve, I remember when my kids were young. I'm so excited to see so many young people here too. When my kids, when my kids were young, on Christmas Eve, I was so busy trying to get those hidden presents in the house and get the kids to sleep. And I can't even imagine being at a, a Christmas Eve service. So I'm really blessed to be here. My kids are grown, and they're like 29 and 34, so I'm excited. Um, so I'm just excited to be here. But this has been a tough year for me. And when I woke up this morning, I was in a dark place. I was thinking about everybody that I lost. I was thinking about my 18-month-old grandbaby that passed away back in September from um, liver cancer. I was thinking about my niece who passed away on Christmas Eve a few years ago. And I was thinking about all the people I knew who passed away over the past few weeks. Leah Johnson, Michelle Church, Deborah Johnson, Linda Spriggs. I was even missing my mother who transitioned back in 2011. And so as I reflected on everyone um, that I was missing, my eyes started to fill with tears. And just a little tear ran down my cheek. I was really in a dark place. Let us pray. Dear God, I thank you for this opportunity. Dear God, I thank you for relaxing my nerves and any anxiousness that I may be feeling. I thank you for the word this reflection to share with your people, God. May be pleasing in your eyes and may it uplift and inspire someone this evening. Amen? Amen. Amen. On this Christmas Eve, I want to talk to you for a moment about how God's gift to us turns darkness into light. I want to talk to you for a moment on how Jesus, Jesus, made all the stars shine bright. I want to talk to you for just a moment about how Jesus is the light that drives out all darkness. And I want to talk to you for a moment about Jesus being the light of the world. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's celebrate the light. Say this with me. But now, I am the light of 
number six reads, um, or some good news, and it reads, Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea, far beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen great lights on those living in the land in the deep darkness. A light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder, for as in the day of Median's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burns them. The bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning. Will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Go ahead and celebrate. We praise God for the birth of His Son, Jesus Christ. The birth of Jesus turned darkness into light. Not just for one day, but for all the days of our lives. God's most precious gift to us this is one and only Son, Jesus. God gave us light, the light of the world. We should be grateful for each and every day. This year's Advent journey was about simplicity. Simplicity in your heart, simplicity in your soul, and simplicity in your strength. Simplicity in your mind. The journey encouraged us to go deeper into our faith to bring forth a change in our daily lives. The journey encourages us to let go of those things that cause us pain and honor the birth of Christ in a simple way. Sometimes we get so caught up in the darkness. We want things that we don't have. We desire things that others have. We want more and more and more not just for ourselves, but even for our children. We go out of our ways to buy $400 gaming stations um, and all those big luxury items at this point. Um, we want more money to buy more gifts. We need bigger and bigger and better and better, and the list goes on. We get so caught up in the darkness, we often forget that Christmas is about celebrating the birth of Christ. Christmas is about celebrating God's gift to us. Christmas is about celebrating the light. Somebody should go ahead and put their hands together. I love when I come in here on Christmas and I see these lights all over the place. It just makes me so happy. The light gives us light. The light never dims. The light shines forever through our love for Jesus Christ. The light shines forever through our service to others. The light shines forever in our hearts. God gave us the greatest gift, Jesus. Jesus is the key to our salvation. What gift will you be? What gift will you be? Will you be a gift of gratitude and gratefulness Thankful for the little things, such as the gift of sight, and sound, and smell. Let's pause for a moment and just take a look around and take in the things that you see. The slight sounds you hear. Breathe in the sweet scent of 
Christmas in the air. Let's go home. Yes, these are the little things that God blesses us with every day that we take for granted. Will you be grateful for the gift of having enough? Will you be kind and share? Will you support and encourage? Will you use your power to elevate others? What gift will you be? The book of Matthew tells us that on the night that the child was born, a star appeared high in the sky at the exact time of the child's birth. And it stopped over the place where the child was born. When the Magi found the child with his mother, they bowed down. They bowed down and worshipped him. They presented him with gifts. You see, God gave us a Savior. And with this Savior also came the gift of life. So even in darkness, when we're feeling low, even in darkness, when we're feeling lonely, and even in darkness, when we're feeling left out, we can be reminded that that bright and shining star of Bethlehem. We can be reminded of God's power and the love of Jesus and that it's with us for all eternity. Jesus was born in simplicity in a tiny little manger filled with hay in a little village called Bethlehem. He was born in simplicity so I ask you again, before I leave, what gift will you be? What gift will you be? Thank you all. Let's celebrate God.
life. 